Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the 30 from the Talking Cop. It's Tuesday morning, it's cold, I'm Gav, I'm on my own. Um, I had got Bertie yesterday, but today I'm on my own, just me and the dog. The dog's in the background there having the time of his life. Um, loads, well, have we got loads to talk about? We have a bit to talk about. Um, I've put it out there on Twitter, I've put it on our Telegram groups, I've put it on our members group, and I'm going to... Um, I'm going to bring up all the bits that come up, but I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be a bit of football and just people love talking about food for some reason. So um, there'll be a lot of food stuff going on and I don't know what it is, but it's coming up to Christmas. So um, let's see how we get on. Um, where do we start? Well, the first thing we have to start with is I want to know what you think Liverpool will do in the January transfer window. You know, we were constantly seeing links to different players and when the international break was on, you know, it was just loads of... Loads of uh, links to all sorts of stuff, um, and this will this will build up now over the next, I suppose, three four weeks before the window opens again. Uh, Scouser Pete is in. Good morning, Faster Toys. Who stay um, is in. Garmack is in. So if anyone's there and you want to ask random questions, football, non-football, shoe, we have thirty minutes to do it. So January transfer window. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm not too sure if I, t- I see Liverpool doing anything. That's being honest. I don't. I don't see Liverpool doing anything. The Andre stuff was very kind of hot in the summer. Gone a bit cold. Um, links, of course. I think he's being linked to Fulham. Um, that's of course with Paulinho being linked again away to Bayern Munich. Um, but I get the feeling. I get the feeling Jurgen Klopp might just settle on what he has. Um, that doesn't seem to be a panic. Or need to hit a panic button. And there doesn't seem to be even a player that we're being linked with. That you may look in the summer where someone else is coming in. And you think, do you know what, they go in early and do this. A bit like they do with Luis Diaz. Like they do with Cody Gakpo. Um, and I think he might might just settle on his squad. Um, Scouser Pete has already had sausage rolls for breakfast. Nice. Nice. Um, how much ready? Because the price of sausage rolls have gone through the roof. And by the way. Dishwasher salt is literally becoming the hardest thing in the world to buy. But that's that's another tangent, maybe for another day. Um yeah, so the, the transfer window. Um we're gonna we're gonna start discussing it on, on shows as we move forward through December. And I just wanted to kick it off by saying um I don't think we do anything in January. And I th- I'm fairly comfortable with that. I think he's trying to build something here. I think he wants to give them the, the space to build this rather than throwing another player on top of it all. Um, unless something happens where, you know, I don't know, maybe a Thiago, we know he's not going to play again, he moves on and we bring someone in in that way. I, I can't, I can't see it. Um, Brian O'Sullivan's had a mug of tea, waffles out a toaster, I think. Um, toaster waffles, he says. Is that just boards or potato waffles? Um, one euro sixty for four sausage rolls. 
there's no sausage in them at 160 for four of them. That's an amazing deal. Um, what part of Ireland is that in? Because you do say one euro sixty. So let me know where that is. Um, faster tortoise or stee, as I'm going to call it now on, I promise. A caramel bar and a cup of tea for breakfast. That's fair enough. Um, well, don't know if it's for me. Uh, but um, I had I had special tea and a cup. I have a cup of tea here now. Um, but yeah, I want to know what people think when they're watching now live, when they listen back, get onto our social media and let us know. If they're watching it back as a member, let us know in the comments um, what you think might happen in the January window. Megan McCallion is in. Morning, Megan. She says, have a feeling Tiago might live. There's just been nothing from Tiago. He's like the forgotten man. Um, I don't think he's played with Liverpool in about eight months, um, which is unreal. Um, and it may be a case that January comes and he's fit and... You know, someone from Saudi comes in and offers him a big deal and he goes. And Liverpool might look to do something then. The Andre stuff being very kind of strong in the summer. And kind of, not, not when you say quiet and off, not not an awful lot's being said about it. But Liverpool do an awful lot of this work in the background, you know. Um, Gavin says, I can't see anything happening during January. We only seem to do it in that window if there's a need. The club probably thinks with our start, there is no need. Um, you're always looking to improve. You're always looking to improve, and maybe the Andre thing, they looked in the summer and couldn't happen, and they went somewhere else, and they went and done Gravenberch instead, or, you know, whatever it is. It might be a case of, at the time, it felt right. Now it doesn't. Um, I'd argue that it would still feel right, but I just can't see it happen. Um, someone reminded me of something um, this morning, and it was Sergio Ramos. Um, and I, I'm going to have to read this. So apologies, I'm going to have to read this because uh, it's it's quite it's quite incredible. To be fair, um, let me see. Oh, Gar McDonald said, Gar McDonald, sorry, he says, can we talk about the fact that Sergio Ramos was sent off for the 29th time in his career at the weekend in quite farcical circumstances? Really, he gets done for the yellow card. He asks the referee to review it. The referee reviews it and says, you know what, you're right. It wasn't a yellow. It was a red. Um, so, 87 games missing through suspensions with three game bans. Okay? So, up to 87 games, which is two and a half La Liga seasons. Now, Sergio Ramos is an incredible footballer. Has been since his day. At, I think he was at Sevilla, went to Real, on to PSG. I think he's back at Sevilla now. Incredible footballer. But when people put him down as one of the best centre-halves of all time, I laugh every single time because I'm thinking, well, if you bring him on a six-game tour, you know, like a Harlem Globetrotter thing, the chances are he's going to be suspended for like half of it because he's a lunatic. Um, like, that is just incredible. Um, 29 red cards in his career, which has probably spanned the last 18 years. So he's averaging... Over one a season, over a red card a season, which is just, it's just unbelievable. Uh, Scouser pieces, Willie Rats Londres in Carlow Town. It's the best local shop known to man. It is a four sausage rolls for 160. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, what do people make of this Sergio Ramos thing? Like, can you seriously put a fella down as one of the best if, like, that's how he's carrying on? That, like, how many like, wins or trophies has he? you know, cost his club. Now, Real Madrid have won an awful lot while he was there, but you just look at it and you think to yourself, for for a fella that plays in a team that would dominate an awful lot of football games, 
he gets himself into an awful lot of trouble. But he's back at Sevilla. He must be about 35, 36 now, I'd say. And um, he's still he's still doing the business. He's still getting sent off. Um, other football stuff, just to let you know. We have a good show coming tonight. Um, it is a free show. It's on our free feed. It's myself, Shawnee, Keith and Dave Downey from the Blue Room chatting all things Premier League. So if there's anything you want us to talk about on that, get it on at, get on at 10 o'clock and just throw stuff in the live chat. It's it's all good. Um, more controversy last night in Fulham versus Wolves. Now, I didn't see the game live. I went and watched the, the highlights this morning. And um, yeah, it, it kind of led me to think of two things. The VAR, um, and managers, and <coughs> Jurgen Klopp gets a big fine and a touchline ban and whatever else for it, you know, having a go and, and stuff like that. And it got me thinking: Did anything happen to Hecking Bottom off Sheffield United when he went absolutely bananas after the Spurs game earlier on in the season at, at the Spurs Stadium? I don't think it has. Um, has anything happened to Mikel Arteta? Since his outburst after the Newcastle game. I don't think it has. And Gary O'Neill probably has the most reason to be upset here. Um, because Wolves every week seem to be having something against them. Um, but again, the consistency across the Premier League. Whether that's refereeing decisions. Um, VAR. Um, or indeed, handing out punishments for certain things. Um, seems to be all over the place. Lewis Dunk gets sent off at the weekend, um, apparently for calling a referee a baldy prick. Now, that's foul and abusive language. The same thing Virgil van Dijk was was banned for. Virgil van Dijk got an extra game banned, didn't he? Um, because of uh, what he said to the referee at Newcastle. And I haven't heard anything on Lewis Dunk being fined 100 grand and being banned for an extra game. So I want to see what's going on, um, what's going, what's going on with that. And again, listen, will that happen? I can't see anyone with a hecking bottom. That's way gone. The Arteta thing is three, four weeks old now. Can't see anything happening there. Um, and then we have, we have like Gary O'Neill's having a go. It, it seems to me like they just, and this isn't a Liverpool thing because if it was another Liverpool player, if it was a manager that was made an example of and a player that was made an example of and they were from Arsenal and then all this stuff was happening and nothing was being done about it, you kind of go, well, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? Like, you know, it's um, it's getting it's getting a bit silly that you do it one week and it's a bit like the pulling of the shorts, you know, pretend yellow cards and referees' faces. It all seems to be like, this week's special is this, and then we do nothing after. Gary Max says he watched the Fulham uh, uh, Wolves highlights this morning. Absolutely shocking reference uh, refereeing could have been two players sent off for Fulham. Says Kev Scouser piece Gary O'Neill was so respectful last night. Fair deal to him. He's trying his best, Gary O'Neill. Um, but he's pointing out what's going on in a big, big way. And in fairness to him, every week I hear about Wolves. Did you see what happened, Wolves? Did you see what happened, Wolves? And I'm like, not again. But um, yeah. Um Megan says they've been so unlucky this season. Some of the calls against them is ridiculous. Um look, I don't know. Like nothing happened with, with a couple of managers. Will that happen with Lewis Dunk? Um, I don't think they will. I don't think they will, and I keep saying it like, just the way things are. It's just not fit for purpose. It really isn't fit for purpose. 
you know, I'm looking at the, the, the decisions there last night and, you know, um, he gives a penalty. A Wolves fella wins the ball, hits it against the Fulham player. Fulham player continues on. Yeah, he catches him on the foot, but the, the, it's a, it's just a result of him winning a tackle and he gives a penalty. And then the second one looks even worse for me where the Fulham goes running away and goal, takes a touch, seems to go down very easy. Referee doesn't give it, but it's literally like a carbon copy of... Um, Martial at United. Um, now, Martial at United is a penalty. Uh, Martial at Everton for United, sorry, is a penalty for me. He's going through. Ashley Young is lazy, sticks the foot out, takes him out. It's a penalty. But the situation is very much the same. Doesn't give it, goes over to the screen, comes back and feels, and, and does give it in the Everton game. And I get the feeling then the, ref, the referee last night is thinking, the one in the Everton game he kind of gave, and I, I might have to do this. It's um, it's it's a bit mad. It's it's It is a bit mad, so... You know, I I know it bores people when we talk about this. Um, I sometimes bore myself talking about it, but you can't just ignore what's going on here. You can't ignore what's going on, and it, it seems to be whether that's whether it's penalty decisions. The VAR is kind of cleaned up a little bit. Um, offside is fine. Um, the red card stuff is still still hanging about, and then you have um managers opening them out. And you have players opening them out. And when stuff happened earlier on in the season, there was big crackdowns on this. Um, and that's fine if you're going to continue it. But there's not. It hasn't been. And then you have, like I said, players, managers opening them out, having a go. Big crackdown. And then the crackdown just stops. It's like we'll bring that back as a special in January. you know. And every Monday you're hearing about, you know, well, ex-referees and everyone trying to make excuses for for what's going on but then you'll hear something later in the week like oh there's a new object a new objective coming where you know players surrounding refs are going to be this that'll happen for a week happen for a week and then they go back to just whatever's going on is going on Gareth is right enough football uh let's talk about field well is a field mad um on this this on this show of the tourty field mad when i ask for anything random it's just field 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 um Wilson challenges inner Suarez. He won it, says Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, I think it's very, very, very soft. Um, and the whole referee going over, not giving it, going over to the screen and coming back was like a replay of uh, Goodison Park from the day before. Um, I think it was Gavin Walsh in a members chat asked, um, yeah, big debate in our house every year around Christmas, of course. Is it bound or old turkey? Or traditional simple turkey. What do people prefer, and why? Um, is it such a big question? Whatever you fancy, really. Um, I well, it got me thinking. I love Christmas. No, I love it, and it got me thinking because we do the same thing every year. We either go to my parents, um, or my wife's parents. All right, and I'm going down to my mother's this year, but I'll come back to my house to me the in-laws that come around then Christmas night or we be with the in-laws and then I'll meet my mother later on or whatever it might be um, and my wife's buying a turkey and ham and I was like we're not here for Christmas dinner 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And she's like, yeah, but they're all coming up later. Um, there has to be sandwiches, which is fair, right? Um, and she's 100% gone bone and rolled. Um, bone and rolled is all about convenience. All the turkey shit has gone off it. It's boned, deboned, it's rolled, it's beautiful. It's the same turkey, just in a different guise. Um, it would be... It would be um it would be bone and roll for me. But it got me thinking about Christmas and do you ever notice why disasters happen at Christmas? Like someone's car breaks down, a washing machine breaks down, you know, I've even had like honestly I've had um I remember years and years ago, um a relation of mine, his house was robbed Christmas Eve. His daughter, him, his daughter and his and his girlfriend in the house. House was robbed, everything cleaned out that night, which was horrific. Um and it got me thinking. I remember going down to my mum's one Christmas, and I arrived in Christmas morning, and the ceiling in the sitting room wasn't there. And I looked up, and I said, "What the fuck is going on here?" And she's like, "Oh, the the boiler went last night. The the, the what you call it? The in the hot press, the, the big fucking tank in the hot press. Um, I'm sure there's a name, so I can't remember it now. Anyway, that started leaking, leaked right down." onto the roof of the sitting room um, and they had to get someone out Christmas Eve night to take the literally take the ceiling off before it collapsed down on their heads so um, yeah it, it kind of got me thinking about disasters that happened so if you've any disasters that you can think of around Christmas um, that happened to you throw them in um, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have a little chat about them Scouts of Peace VAR interfered in one and ignored the other last night you can't be that flaky either intervene in both or neither um, yeah, fair. Brian says, we are still waiting on the apology for the Diaz goal. All we got was the acknowledgement that they were shit. Um, yeah, but they probably just forgot. What's the November total at Gav? I think the November total is at around 1,700. Um, we want to be 2,000. We have until, we have another 72 hours, I think, to do it. So if you just take the link and share it as far as you can. If we get 100 people to give 3 euro, we'd be fine. You know what I mean? Loads of people give a fiver. We'd be absolutely fine. Um, are you bringing your mask stuffing again? Yeah. It's the only, um, yeah, um, uh, sage and onion stuffing at Christmas. My mum makes it. Don't go near anybody else's, especially if the sausage meat. It's appalling. Um, much easier to book, cook, boned and rolled. No messing. Um, right with timings then, etc. says Brian. Fair enough. We did ours, Kev done his last year's boned and rolled in the slow cooker. He said it was lovely. Gavin Walsh says, we used to go to an in-law or they come here until first year, my parents came here. My mum, after the dinner, asked, have you anything for heartburn? I've awful heartburn. Never got that before the dinner. Never got that before after dinner. Jesus. Um, she was happy with her dinner, wasn't she? Um, parents not allowed here since wife went rasher. <laughs> um, let me see. Brian says... Brian's a farmer, just to let you know. He says, the calves broke out on us here one year into the neighbour's field on Christmas Eve. Another Christmas Eve, the cat got caught up in the fan belt of a tractor. Oh, for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. All extra Eves are a disaster for me. Brian, 
literally on the 24th of December, you need to just lock everything up and stay indoors. Holy shit. Uh, Scouse says, well done on the fundraising. Top class effort as always. I just want to get over to two grand for Shawnee, being honest with you. Um, straight to town for points after that happens, says Brian O'Sullivan. Yeah, fucking hell, a cat. And I don't even want to know what the outcome was. When a cat gets caught in a fan belt of a tractor, I don't. I presume the ending um, isn't isn't positive. Uh, let let let's put it that way. Um, there was other um, there was another there was other stuff in the chat. Back to football, just a little bit back to the football. Um, Stay said Liverpool's Champions League campaigns during the Benitez era were legendary. Not the best squad by far, but always held our own. Yeah, look, we win the Champions League in two thousand and five, and and we don't have anywhere near the best squad. But Benitez is a, is a joke tactically. He's an absolute joke, and he does the same two years later. We're a much better team, in fairness, in 2007. Um, and should have won that Champions League final against AC Milan. We were a better, we were, I thought we were a better team going into it um, in 2007. But Benitez was brilliant. The problem with Benitez was is that he got touchy over the lack of money. And then these new owners came in, and they just had, didn't want to borrow him because he, he, he too much to say. He had too much to say. The only thing I would say is that it was probably the right time for him to go, even though the circumstances were wrong. I think I think he was um I think he was he was losing his aura and I think the game was passing him by a little bit. And I think even now if he if he comes back into football, even into a strong team, I think his style of football just doesn't sit with a lot of people now. Um but yeah, the Champions League stuff was absolutely brilliant. You know, two thousand five 2007, even going on 2008, 2009, the semi-finals in there, there's, there's all sorts going on, and he was tactically brilliant, tactically unbelievable, and he brings you Istanbul, he probably should have brought you Athens, but listen, Inzaghi, fucking little bollocks, um, but that's that's the way it goes, that's the way it goes, um, I'm still not over the whole story from Brian there, I really am, like, um, for a man that lives in a farm and not an awful lot is meant to go happen, uh, or happen um, an awful lot seems to happen um, and Gavin says just stay in bed on Christmas Eve he really needs to although he has got a child on the way he has his first child on the way so um, yeah it's it's going to get even more um, frenzied um, Steve says we replaced him with Hodgson which is bananas yeah but Hodgson was a good yes man for Hicks and Gillette I always remember that um, let me see I'd love to see Joe the Leeds fan back on the pod sometimes says Gary McDonald. Always got interesting things to say, that lad. Yeah, we will get him back. I'll get. I'll, I'll give Joe. I promise. I'll give Joe a ring over the weekend and see if we can get him for next week sometime. He's a mad busy. He's mad busy, Joe. He's flying with, with some of the stuff he's doing, which is absolutely fair. And listen, we can't be just going. Listen, we know you're busy. Come on over here and do stuff for us, especially when we're talking about fucking stuff and, and fan or cats and fan belts. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, what else have we got? What else have we got? Let me see. I'm just trying to make... I'm making sure I don't miss anyone. Um, no, we're all right there. Um, I'll tell you what's one thing that's annoying me. Christmas. Um, I love Christmas. But my Jesus, the stuff people try to sell on Christmas is a joke, isn't it? I was on... Um, I think it was Facebook on the other day. And literally there's people selling jeans that look like a scene out of fucking Frozen. Their jeans were like rips in them and snowflakes down them and there's blokes standing them with matching jumpers and all. There's pe- the stuff people sell is just off the bleeding wall mat. Um, and it's all shy. And um, and then I'm seeing these things like they're 
they're like blankets, but they're like they're a lettuce. They look like a lettuce, or they look like a fucking, you know, Christmas tree or spaghetti bolognese. Like it's on a on a blanket. It's fucking mad looking. Uh, the child is due in January. We'll enjoy our last ever Christmas of freedom, Brian. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but in fairness, eleven months old for your first Christmas is is not bad. Your first child being eleven months old for Christmas is not bad because they kind of cop what's going on. <coughs> I had a child one month old at Christmas. I'm like, what do you do? You'll get the man. Well, you do get some stuff, but like, what's the point? Where I did have a child that was 11 months old, and it was a lot easier. So, um, you've done well there. You've done well. Um, um, timing that for January gives you 11 months to, to bed in, and then before the Christmas goes, goes absolutely mad. Um, I'm not too sure. Uh, oh, oh hold on. Scouts are peaking top it. He says, I can top that, Brian. Christmas Day 2007. My wife and I went back black mamba hunting with a snake catcher. We were walking in a clinic in Malawi and the night watchman saw one there is there on his way to walk. So hold on a minute. You went black mamba mamba hunting hunting with a snake catcher. But nothing's happened. You're walking at a clinic in Malawi, fair play to you. And the night watchman saw one there on his way to walk. So it wasn't there. It was on his way to walk. It was hard. It could have been halfway between his gaff and walk. So fair play to you being in Malawi walking in a clinic. But what did you hunt? The fella just came in to walk and went, I seen a snake on my way to walk. <laughs> you didn't leave the clinic and go fucking looking for the snake. No? Surely? Um Caramax's black mambas are proper dangerous. Yeah, if if they're there, but they're not there. He says, you went hunting with a snake catcher. We were walking at a clinic with Lowy and the night watchman saw one there on his way to walk. So, what's your snake? I'm sorry, but the, the cat in the fan belt is, tops it. I don't care what anyone says. Definitely. The cat the cat in the fan belt is, is insane. It's absolutely insane. Um, we five minutes left, and I don't know how these shows are going down. I'm coming on here at 10 o'clock in the morning. I have my hat on. I have my cup of tea. I'm reading messages from people. It's random. It's filled. It's cats. It's snake catchers. It's a bit of football. It's transfer. I don't know how they're going down. If you like them, let us know in the comments. Um, if you're listening afterwards, let us know um, in the, I don't know, on social media, wherever it is. And if you're watching here, let us know if you like them. And um, while you're in here as a member, the member stuff, the member stuff is good. We're doing, we're trying to do these as many mornings of the week, just for a bit of crack in the morning, where people are having their breakfast, they're having a cup of tea. We're doing loads of shows in the evening. Um, like I said, we have a great one tonight. We have another great one tomorrow. Me and Davo, where he does the tribute show and picks three players that he wants to pay tribute to, and that's another members one as well. We're going to finish off the title, um, show probably next week. We've done three. We've released two for download. We release the third one soon, and then we do the last three fairly quickly, one after the other, and we get that out of the way. That's been really good going back over the nineteen twenty season as well. But we don't—I don't know what these, what people are making of these. Um, loads of people are downloading them, but they're probably downloading, listening, going, "That's shite." Do you know what I mean? And good luck, and that's fair. I don't, we don't mind. These are member shows, and this is what the members want. They want to talk random stuff at ten o'clock in the morning. If they wanted to come on and talk about. Coronation Street for half an hour. We'd come on and talk about Coronation Street, but um, yeah, um, so it's uh, 
Yeah, it's just let us know wherever way you can how you think these shows are going because they're a bit mad. I'm trying to get people on to join me in the morning. I've asked members to come on and join me. It's not hard. Like just we can set it up. We can do a little test the day before to make sure all is good, and you can come on and have a have a chat with me. It's no big deal. Um, Christmas points, good or bad? Seeing folk you haven't seen all year is good, but Ram pubs are annoying. Um, right, I have a way around this. I love Christmas points, but do them in the daytime and do them in the weekday. They're brilliant. They're fucking brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Um, like, let me put it this way. Gar Max asked that question. So, Gar, if me and you were going for Christmas point, the last thing I'm saying to you is let's meet at four o'clock on a Saturday in Dublin. Last thing I'm saying to you, right? I'm saying to you, let's meet at one o'clock in Dublin on a Wednesday, right? We go in, we know there's no problem when we win the bills are for f- space. We know there's not, right? But it's December. So nearly every night of the week is going to be fucking sound, right? We have a few points. One o'clock goes two, three, four, five. My pop out, get something to eat, although I'm not a big fan of eating when I'm drinking. And we just take a Wednesday and Thursday off and we go for a bleeding nice big session on a Wednesday. It's perfect. You have your drinks, you have your company, you don't worry about the place being rammed, and the chances are come 7, 8 o'clock, you get a few people in, and you might have a bit of crack with them. Day drinking is the best crack, says Brian. It is, absolutely is. Like, I much prefer going to town at 12 o'clock in the day, and fuck off home at 10 o'clock that night, or 11 o'clock that night, then go in at 6, 7, and be there at 4 in the morning, like, fucking grabbing people in headlocks, trying to get a taxi before them. There's the There's the solution. That is the solution. Like, I don't understand why people... Like, I hear hotels going, uh, a Christmas night, Friday, Saturday night, 49 euro ahead, DJ, but right. Why aren't hotels going, listen, turn up at one o'clock on a Wednesday, right? We'll keep a spot for tennis. Come in, fucking have the drinks, feel there, bum, 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 Wednesday afternoon. Fucking sound. There's probably race now. What, what more do you want? Do you know what I mean? Be a bit of sport on the telly of some sort. Wednesday evening comes along. If it gets to 7 o'clock, the place starts to fill up. It's up to you. You can go home or you can stay there. It's absolutely no problem. Um, so there is my solution. Don't be doing a Friday, Saturday. Do it on a Wednesday at 1 o'clock. Take Thursday off. Take Wednesday, Thursday off. Wednesday at 1 o'clock in the pub, in town, wherever you want. You're guaranteed to see. You're guaranteed to drink. Your mates are there. And then the night is yours wherever you want to do it. So that's what I'd be doing. Um, and that's my solution to Christmas points. Um, we're just out of time. Um, we're just out of time. About 30 seconds left. So, um, what have we covered today? Rafa Benitez, for some reason. Um, cats getting caught in fan belts. Calves being lost in fields. What time of the year your children are born and how easy it is to deal with Christmas, the following Christmas. Um, boned and rolled turkeys. We've dealt with them. Um, Pete's made up story about being a Malawi. Yeah, he was probably there, but he wasn't chasing snakes. He just heard about a fella seeing a snake, um, which is incredible. Um, so we've we've covered a fair bit there. We've probably missed a bit. Oh, stuffing uh, Scouser P is getting um, he is getting one euro sixty for four sausage rolls down in Carlow Town, which is fucking fair play to him. We've touched on penalties, um, referees consistency. Players getting sent off, giving out, getting fined, not getting fined. Managers getting fined, not getting fined. Um, covered loads in a half an hour. Um, Grand Sponkel Kenny is the smoking area at le- at le- of Left Bank. Go in for 12 or 1, drink all day. It's called Louis Backyard. Great spot, big telly too. 
Um, I might have been in there. I've been in Kilkenny a few times. Sound Gav, see it Ryan tomorrow at one PM. If I could get if I could start a Wednesday in December to meet you in town, I would. Hundred percent. If I can start a Wednesday and have the towards the off, I would hundred percent go into town and see what you're drinking. No problem. The uh, it's the it's the um it's the way out. It's the way home. Um for Christmas drinks, Christmas points at your leisure. Um at your leisure. That's the key to it all. Anyway, I'm gonna go. Finish my cup of tea. Get ready for tonight. Um, myself, Keith, Shani, Dave Downey, a load of Premier League stuff. So if you want to come along, come along and watch. Um, watch it live. Interact. Throw Premier League stuff at us. We'll answer. We're going to definitely going to talk about everything with Dave. We're going to talk. I'm trying to stay away from referees and stuff like that because it does Shani's head in. Um, but I want to talk about, I definitely want to talk about Villa because I think they've been excellent. Um, the relegation for you has taken a turn. We will talk about that. The title race. Um, and a couple of other different bits and pieces around the Premier League. Check that out tonight. Back tomorrow at 10am. So if you have anything you want to ask us about, throw it in the comments here. If you're in the members' telegram, get it in there. And um, from tomorrow morning, I'll go through them all and we just chat about them. I'll try to get someone for in the morning. I know I have Kev on Thursday, but I might try to grab Keith early tomorrow morning. Let's see how we get on. Thanks a million for watching. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Um, it's a nice crisp morning now where I am. So, um, yeah, have a good one. Stay safe. Talk to you soon. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.